All right, so we're going to be recording now, and uh, again, we're just going to lead in with a natural, organic intro like this, rather than my normal uh, announcing myself. And uh, and so, so Jim, I wanted to start today with something a little different. I want because we were talking last podcast about how I have no idea what you look like. Nobody has any idea what you look like, and I wanted to get like an avatar for you. So I was thinking we can just use the power of Google to. Um, to to do a search and 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 find the appropriate imagery that will will give us something that we can use it's funny i'm on google right now through firefox and there's an indian writer named jim pinto uh he does uh, tech writing so he's all over the place you see him all the time when you do a search for jim pinto my books come up and uh and kickstarter images come up long before you see anything that, I mean, I'm not even on here that I know of. I can't uh, find me. So there's not. Okay. So, so, well, we're not going to Google search that way. Here's what we're going to do. So I'm going to, and, and people might hear a slight echo on Jim's end because I had to move the mic and we are aware of some mic issues that are going on. But just for the purposes of this exercise, we, what we need is a physical description of you, Jim. And then I'm going to just t- <laughs> type it into the Google search and, and we're going to see what comes up. So like, you know, you, we can start with anything you want. Like, for example, do you have a beard or no beard? Uh, let's just go with sexy and irresistible. Let's just okay. use those. Okay, but these have to be these have to be terms that you would think are at least plausible or accurate, right? So, and, <laughs> and I don't know what you look like. So if the, if those are plausible, let's 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 those go. Those are not plausible or accurate, so, not at all. So so let's start with facial hair. Do you have a beard? Yeah. Okay. All right. So bearded. All right. You're a man. And questionable. Okay. Well. Do you want me to put like what, like soy boy or something or like? I don't even know what that means. That's like the derogatory term for like a um uh a, a guy who isn't very masculine that people have been oh, using. Oh no, right. I actually look masculine. I okay, all right. So bearded job. masculine man. Um, I'm a biker. I look like a biker. If you saw me on the streets, you would think really. That guy you, is that bike. serious? You look like a biker. I look like a biker. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. That's a surprise. I, I did not imagine a biker. Um, yeah. uh, all right. And, and any distinguishing features that you think would be no, like if somebody looked at you, they'd be like, oh, that guy's got a nose or he's got like, you know, really I striking eyebrows. Huh? I have a lot of tattoos. Okay. Now I feel like you might just be lying to me just to. Uh... I Okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, what about general size and frame? Well, I'm an older man now, so I put on weight. All right. So, do you, is overweight appropriate, or is that not the nah, right I'm just, word? I'm just, uh, uh, I'm just hefty. Hefty. Chubby. All right. Hefty. We'll go with yeah, hefty. Um, what about and general age range? I'm pushing fifty. All right. All right. So I'm gonna. This is all great. Now everybody's finding out all this horrible stuff about me. He's a fat old man. We knew it. So we'll say. Bearded, middle-aged, masculine biker with tattoos. Oh, and that's uh, going to get us an avatar. Yep. Let me just see. Where should the hefty go in this? I don't think Google really cares, but bearded, hefty, middle-aged, masculine biker with tattoos, and hopefully we'll get an image that will that we can then use for 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 Jim. Now, do you want me to just use the first one that pops up? I think that's the best way to go. All right, so all right, so <laughs> let me see if I can get the link, 
And we'll we'll definitely have to. You know what we'll do? We'll use this for the image of the show, and we'll just we'll confuse people who just see it. Um, so that's the first image that pops up. Let me know if it works on your end. Are you sending it to me? Yeah, I just sent it. Ho- hopefully, yeah, I sent it to you. Where is in the oh, in the Skype is. chat? Yeah. Uh, I was looking. <laughs> And I got I got to show you the second one. This is actually the third one, but this is probably this is the least expected one that came up. <laughs> Frankly, I was expecting something much worse than what we got. That is hilarious. He looks like uh, he looks like he se- used to sell motorboats. Oh, jeez, that's even worse. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty bad. That one. <laughs> I think we should use that one for the show. Oh, uh, absolutely. You know. That is yeah. so bad. <laughs> That is my arch enemy, that guy right there. <laughs> do you resemble this guy in any way, or is this no, just? Do you resemble the first guy in any way? No. All right. So, so Google image search obviously doesn't work for this purpose, but it's entertaining. <laughs> so now we can use that for your avatar. Um, but actually, what we wanted to talk about today was guitarists and and a list that Jim had found of. What was it, 43 or 41? Yeah, a a very convenient number, 43. (laughs) Everybody measures things in the top 43. (laughs) Yeah, maybe they just just built the list, and then when they got to the end and couldn't come up with any more, that's when they stopped. Yeah. That's got to be good. And so this is, it's history101.com, which is a site I've never heard of. Um, Is that a site you go to, or did it just cross No, no, this was an ad that showed up uh, on one of those... Bait, uh, clickbait sites I was reading a news article about something and I saw a top 43 guitarists of all time I said well I gotta click on that and of course the whole list is bad now okay now now I the only thing is any of people belonged on the list regardless. now here's here's the thing a little bit interesting I don't when we go through the list you can tell me if this is accurate but I, I just kind of turned it on again and when I started going through the list I feel like it's going in a slightly different order than the first time when I looked at it no, so it's the same order. It's on the my same. Screen. Okay, you get the same order. All right, so then maybe I just yeah. forgot. But but you basically thought it was a terrible list, right? You were yeah. not. Yeah. And um, and so I guess number one, before we even begin, obviously whoever put this list together, we're doing exactly what they want because yeah, the, uh, half the time when people make these lists, they'll they'll make selections that are bad just so people get angry and talk about them. Do you know what I mean? And right, so right, right, there's, right. There's a good chance that there's a little bit of that going on here. Um, but this list isn't so outrageous that I feel like it gets into that. I feel like it's just a list that rubbed you the wrong way. Um, so first of all, it's a rock list. I don't think there's a single metal guitarist on here. Um, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't remember there being one either. Uh, Tony Iommi's on there. So yeah, okay. Know, um, and there's a couple of people that dip their toes in the metal genre, but there's there weren't. I don't believe there was like a pure metal guitarist on the on the list, which is. I mean, even if you don't listen to metal, there's so many virtuoso guitar players in metal that one of them should be on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess they do have Van Halen, who a lot of people would classify as metal, but um, but still, it, yeah. And and I think um, the other thing I wanted to to sort of hash out before we even go down the list is just what are the what's the criteria here did did, did they explain yeah. the criteria of the list or is, is there not i don't not... think they did okay i mean i could go back to the first page because because with guitar it's not just about lead right you could also be 
talking about a rhythm guitarist. You could be talking about all these other, like, you know, how good they are at writing riffs, how good, how significant they were in terms of their impact. Um, there were definitely people that didn't make the list that I was sort of scratching my head at. Like, they didn't have Hank Marvin on the list, and they didn't have, um, they didn't have Django Reinhardt on the list, which amazed me. And they didn't have, um, and I thought Chuck Berry's positioning on the list was very questionable if you're doing a rock and roll yeah. thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he basically invented the sound. Like, you, you, you kind of have to put him at number one if you're going to put him that low. Like, he was number three right. or four. So, you know, if they put him at 15... And how is Robert then, Johnson on the list, right? There's, I mean, there's a, there's a... Okay, so why don't we do this? Why don't we, why don't we go through the list? And then after, if, if, if we get through it, we might have to skip because it's a, it's, it's just like a slideshow listicle thing. So we'll see how, how well this works. But once we go through it, then we can maybe give our personal take on what we would do if we were making a list. Not quite right. 43, but maybe our top 10 or whatever. Um, right. So I don't know. So, so the first entry, number 43, is Bo Diddley. Um, how are you with the list so far? Is this working for you? Is Bo Diddley... Ah. Bo Diddley's fine. He, I don't know that he's in the top 43, right? If you start looking at the entire bevy of history, how do you, of guitar history, how do you say that Bo Diddley is number 43? He's entertaining, but the the best? Better than Buckethead? Well, right? Well, again, he's I think... not on the list? I mean... I think we have to look at this with the understanding that they're doing a rock and roll thing, and so predominantly right. what we're seeing are like the people that were influential in, in rock and roll and blues and stuff like that. And so, uh, so let's look at their explanation. Um, so let's see. So it says, so if you song, go to the very first page, it said these people are movers and shakers and they've been exciting crowds, something, something, something along those lines. It just says best. Okay. Just say the best. About being influential or being groundbreaking or, you know, these guys broke the race barrier, anything like that. Okay. And then okay. you get to Bo Diddley's introduction, and it says he was a major influencer on Elvis Presley and was largely responsible for translating blues into rock and roll. So, I mean, that's pretty significant if that, because I don't know a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, that doesn't seem too questionable if that's, you know. Um, right. Now, the next one on the list is Johnny Ramone, um, number 42. Uh, you know, what's what's your feeling on that? How does he make a top 200 list, let alone a top 43 list? I just don't get it. Yeah, he's I, a. Oh, go ahead. He's a he's a perfect example of a four chord guitarist. And and I think a lot of this is going to depend. Like I have a very strong anti punk bias. I uh, I just not into punk. Um, and when I was playing guitar, we always looked down on the punk rock bands. Um, right. So I have to say that I can't be objective about it because I know that there are people who love punk and have a totally different point of view as as musicians about punk than i do uh and i know that there are people that would defend putting a person like this in the list but to me i mean maybe i don't know enough about the ramones but i i just don't see how this makes a a, a top any guitarist list at all it just doesn't yeah. uh it, it, it i mean may, again I, I i i'm not objective about it but i'm a little bit perplexed by but that, uh, you know how that gets on there uh number 41 is jerry garcia how about that I have never heard a Grateful Dead song in my life. I have no idea what Jerry Garcia sounds like, but I just know that they play stoner music. 
I've I've heard Grateful Dead songs and I can't get into them, so I really can't comment on this because I don't really know much about Jerry Garcia's guitar playing. Um, yeah, you know, it's just not it's not a band that ever resonated with me. So I just never I never explored them enough that I would have been able to evaluate his guitar playing. So I guess we'll just give that one a pass. Um, okay, Joni Mitchell. Joni Mitchell is on this list. Um, not I don't think of her as a guitarist. I think of her as a singer. So. This was this one surprised me. Yeah, and the, and their reasoning is because of the tuning she used on her guitar, um, right? And I did notice she was also on the roll. A lot of the people that are on this list were also on a Rolling Stone top one fifty or top right. one hundred list, and uh, they gave always a questionable list too. I do yeah. not like Rolling Stone, but go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Well, and what's interesting is the reason they gave was exactly the same, and so that suggests to me that whoever was making this list maybe was just copying that unless it's something that again i'm not a huge Joni mitchell fan so maybe this is her big her big contribution to to guitar playing but uh but again i think i don't know i i've never been hugely into different tunings of guitars so this is another one that i don't think i would really have a strong opinion either way on she i mean she's an acoustic player right and she's a singer like you're saying but i think it's reasonable to include somebody from that genre on a list like this i just don't I don't really have a strong opinion. But 40, but number 40? Well, it's I guess it depends on what what what, what does that mean to you? Cuz to me that means she's really low on this list, right? Right, but there's got to be easily 100,000 guitarists in in the last 150 years, right? Across oh, yeah. all styles yeah. of music. Yeah. So how do you put somebody it, it, to say that somebody is 40 is number 40 on a list and just measuring them against a Rolling Stone list? is not a fair what you want you want is like you want a virtuoso list and this isn't a virtuoso list yeah this is a, yeah there's th- nobody on here is a virtuoso well but to my knowledge well keep in mind what so so they're looking at her tuning right and so like right. as a guitar player i can say like okay if she was doing something interesting with tuning and that affected the kinds of chords that she was playing and all this stuff then maybe she did contribute something meaningful enough that she should make a list like this. It doesn't mean that if you put her up against Joe Satriani or something, that that there's going to be any comparison between them when it comes to soloing and stuff. But I could sort of see the you know the why they might include include this sort of person on the list. I just don't. Again, I'm not a Joni Mitchell fan, so it's not one that I would really be able to weigh in on. But but my feeling is one you know this is like a, a popular a list of people that folks are mostly going to recognize. Um, and I guess the question is on a list like this, obviously there are much more obscure guitar players that maybe musicians and connoisseurs are influenced by. And can the, would those, that would be almost a different list, like the musicians guitar, guitarist list or something. Um, but, uh, but let's see the, so the next one is buddy guy. What do you, what are your thoughts on buddy guy? Buddy Guy is not necessarily a technical uh, guitar player. He's more of a an artsy blues. He's a blues guitar player, right? Yeah. So he puts a lot of emotion into things. And so if you're look if you if you say Coltrane is a great trumpet player because of the emotion that he put into trumpet playing, not because of his range of talent. And I'm not questioning Coltrane. I'm just speaking in terms of metaphor. Then. Coltrane alone as a as an artist is fantastic because of the emotion that he puts into the trumpet. Yeah. So is Buddy Guy therefore because of the emotion he puts into playing? I'm not even saying they're comparable. Again, it's just an analogy. If if 
Buddy Guy is really good because of the emotion he puts into the guitar, then maybe he belongs on a list. But he doesn't belong on a list because of his technical precision. Well, I think, okay, so here's where I think we get into interesting territory. Because when you're talking about blues guys, the emphasis isn't on technical precision, right? Right, right. And there's right. a lot of blues guys on this list because this is about rock and roll and rock and roll is so influenced by the blues. And it's not like a guy who has all the technical precision in the world can necessarily do what Buddy Guy does, right? Because there's there's a right. there's like a subtlety right. to that kind of playing that is, it's still technique. It's just not technique like sweeping, tapping, arpeggios. It's not all this sort of, uh, technique that we would think of that kind of came to a head during the 80s, right? Um, so I, I feel like it belongs in the list because I feel like it's still part of the craft. Do you know what I mean? And that and that there's a real solid tradition uh, of guitar playing in the blues genre. Um, you know, again, I'm not. I was never a blues player. Uh, I wasn't hugely into the blues, but I think I think in this case, I would say that it belongs in the list. Um, so the interesting thing about these kinds of lists, and I, we'll probably end up saying this a lot here, is that Rolling Stone is very anti-metal. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. And, and rock and the blues are not exactly the same thing. We know that the blues influenced rock, but they're not the same. Punk rock is not the same as rock. And all these genres seem to get a lot more footing on these kinds of lists, especially with Rolling Stone. Um and because metal always gets kind of gets the cold shoulder. And I think this guy, his name is Matthew Black, by the guy, wait, the guy that made this list. And yeah. if you, you could on the first page, you can read his bio. He's a historian. I don't know how much of a musician he is. Um, so I think a lot of this comes down to compressing popularity because rock is such a bigger, so, so much bigger as a genre yeah. than, than metal is. And metal yeah. always gets, I don't know. Tony Iommi is an easy pick because everybody knows Black Sabbath and, and they transcend boundaries. And I think, I think, and in looking at this list, I'm seeing a lot of this person was influential for this reason, which is kind of right. how a historian would think. That's kind of yeah. like a, you know what I mean? So I, I can, I can, I can sort of see where he's coming from. The next guy on the list is Tony Iommi. He's number 38. Yeah. Um, right. And, and so let's see what he, what is his, uh, uh, I don't really see him elaborating too much here. Yeah, um, it only contributed to a unique style that to that Iomi called uh, came to call his own. Yeah, and so I mean they talk about how Tony. So here's the thing. Here's why Django, Django Reinhardt not being on the list really bothers me. Tony Iomi lost the tips of his fingers, and that's one of the reasons why he plays the way he does. And he was hugely influenced by Django Reinhardt, uh, who who I think lost. I don't know if he lost two fingers or I forget how many fingers, but like one of his hands was super messed up from a fire. And he devised a whole way of playing around the problem. So he's the guy, whenever a guitarist has an injury, he's the guy every guitarist thinks of. Do you know what I mean? When you're like, I need to work around this injury. You say, well, Django Reinhardt did it, so I have to be able to do it too. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and also, he was a great, he was a great player. Uh, you know, right. it's worth going back and listening to some of those Django Reinhardt recordings. So, so yeah, so I, th I think Tony Iommi belongs in the list for sure. Um, and I, 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 I feel like it's also, uh, I don't know, that when I saw him on the list that I didn't see Django, that was where I sort of started to raise my eyebrows a little bit. Uh, what about the next one, Tom Morello? And if you want to just really, pass and keep moving, you can just say pass, 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 but go ahead. No, no, no. I, I really like Tom. I've seen a lot of videos where Tom talks about his style and where it came from. I don't know if Tom's better than Iomi. Uh, I think 
Uh, I think what he's done is fantastic and it's unique. His style is is very different from everybody else you're hearing in. And I don't even know where Rage Against the Machine falls on the music spectrum. Their genre is difficult to place. They're uh, they're really difficult to place because as a metal yeah. fan, I remember when grunge was happening. They were I, I never got into Rage Against the Machine, but they had that song Freedom. And I remember yeah. really liking the crescendo of that song as like a yeah. metal fan. I thought I was like, wow, that's got like a lot of aggression and like power behind it. Um, and, and, and the guitar playing to me was definitely doing something different. And he obviously has been imitated by a lot of people. So I think he belongs on the list. Um, he belongs on the list. I don't know where he belongs. But. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would agree. What about Angus Young? He's number 36. Yeah. What the hell? How is he better than either of those two we just looked at? Either well, I think he's hugely influential. Um, yeah, like, okay. like, like in terms of rhythm playing, do you know what I mean? Like, if you get if you step away from His things like his brother Lee, was the amazing rhythm player, Malcolm. I mean, well, that's true. I, I might be getting them confused because I don't really know a lot about the difference between them when they're playing songs. Yeah. I always he's kind of the face of the band, so he's always the one I imagining I imagine playing things. But yeah, if 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 the if most of the rhythm stuff is coming from uh, his brother, but I mean, he does have a lot of. He's. He, I'm pretty sure he did a lot of the riffs, right? Like I know when I've seen them play on videos yeah. and stuff, he's kind of doing the the lead riffs. It seems. Um, yes. I mean, I think a lot of people were influenced this by this guy, so I don't really have an issue with him being on a list of guitar players just due to his influence. Um, but you know, I, again, I don't think of him as a technically, you know, precise guy or anything like that. Um, but I think he was influential. Um, Okay, Brian May is number 35. Um, so I, why don't you give your opinion first? Because I have strong opinions on Brian May. Uh, I really like Queen. I don't think they make bad stuff, mm-hmm. but I think they made popular stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the movie yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have a podcast on the movie, actually. So Brian's one of the... Th- this is complicated. I don't know what to say here. Brian's one of the producers behind the film. Yeah. He spent 10 years trying to get this thing made. And then the movie gets made, and he his character looks like an idiot in the film. Yep. They make it look like the only brain in the band is uh, Freddie Mercury. I don't know why I was drawing a blank on his name. Um, and so I don't know what to think when you see a biopic like that. And if it's true, Brian was just doing what he was told. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well... So number one, Brian May is like a like a physicist in real life. So he's it, yeah. it's, it's it's weird that that he kind of gets painted that way uh, in a movie that he produced. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? But my understanding yeah. of Queen, I mean, I don't think that he was just doing what he was told. I think it's just the way that a lot of those, uh, you know, when it depends on the song, right? Like like Bohemian Rhapsody was Freddie Mercury's song, so he was directing that ship. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but Brian May wrote a lot of uh, songs on his own. Like he, it was like fifty. Per, like it's not fifty-fifty because I mean, obviously, you know, Taylor wrote a lot of songs too. But I mean, the two main songwriting forces in that band are, are Mercury and May, and right. and you don't have Queen without one or the other. Um, right. So, but but in terms of playing, I mean, Brian May is he's an amazing guitarist. He has a totally unique sound. You know, it's him the moment you hear him playing. Do you know what I mean? And right. part of that is because he plays with a coin rather than a pick, and so you can hear it when he's plucking. But he's also really great at, like, a lot of players will do the sweeping thing, which sounds tremendous and wonderful. 
But Brian May is the kind of player that you listen to if you want to hear how to play a picking style over that kind of elaborate lead play. Do you know what I mean? Like you're not, he doesn't do the sweep so much, but if you want to hear every note picked, he's, he's kind of the guy to go to. And he's just got like a really great, like in the early recordings, especially some of that heavy stuff he was doing was really heavy for the time. And, and also just he's a master of controlling the sound of his instrument. Do you know what I mean? He understands all the technical aspects of a guitar. He understands like how the electronics work. I've seen videos of him explaining like how to get different sounds through amplifiers and stuff. And he's really like, he's got, he's, he's, he's up there with, uh, you know, like he's probably the, the top of the list for guys who just know how to control the science of the guitar. Um, and that's a big deal. So I I think he belongs in the list for sure. Um, I wouldn't put him at 35. I'd put him much lower, but I think he belongs in the list. Um, okay. Willie Nelson, number four, 34. Let's just skip this. This doesn't even deserve our attention. Okay. I I don't even think I've paid attention to Willie Nelson's guitar playing. Uh, just, uh, he's just a strummer. He's just a strummer. Robbie Krieger. I, I don't even know that I know who that is by he, name. He's the guitar player he? from The Doors. Yeah, not a band I like, so I, I can't speak to this without okay. being biased. So. Okay, so so my so I, I liked The Doors growing up, and R- Robbie Krieger was actually a big influence on me as a guitar player. The reason why is he played with his fingers, not with a pick, um, and he had like I think he had like a classical background or something. So uh, so <laughs> you can hear that when he's playing. That's why his he doesn't it doesn't sound as heavy on a doors album when the guitar is playing because he's playing with his fingers um but what it leads to is a lot of uh him sort of alternating between lead rhythm you know and melodic lines and i i just think it's a really nice sound so i think that he deserves to be on the list because there aren't that many finger players like him and and he and he's quite good and he's also a, a, a a prolific songwriter so i would say he belongs in the on the list um, though I, I think I think one of these days we should do a Doors special to get your full opinion on the band. Um, I, well, I don't like them. So. No, I know that's why I think it would be interesting. Um, uh, so the Edge is the next guitarist, number thirty-two from so U two. This is clearly the bias of Rolling Stone and these kind of consumers' opinions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't think of any anybody more vanilla in on this list than the Edge. When I think of the Edge's guitar player, uh, guitar playing, I think of somebody who barely plays the guitar, like yeah. not not like in terms of skill level, in terms of it doesn't feel like they're actually playing half the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I'm just yeah, sort of like, yeah. what exactly is the guitarist in this band doing? Do you know what I mean? And on the one hand, maybe they're making space for other instruments, and maybe that's a good thing. But I just don't. I feel like guitar needs to be more assertive. But- the, the other instruments are the bass and the drum, right? There's only yeah. the four instruments, the, four, the three instruments in the band. Well, and the vocals. Uh, yeah. But, okay, what about Elmore James? Which one was he? I'm trying to remember. Um, so, oh, he's a, is he another blues player? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know enough about him. I really should go research Elmore James. Is he one of the ones that influenced uh, Robert Johnson? Um, I don't know, but he's one of the guys that helped sort of, you know, bring, uh, like, you know, blues into the rock realm. Because he's from Richland, Mississippi, according to the, to the site. And that's where all those sounds were happening at the time. Um, 
And I have to admit, I don't know much about him either. So he's not he's not a he's not a someone whose music I'm as familiar with. So there, there were three different guys who were influential for Robert Johnson who got him to where he was, and he's the one that eventually makes blues. He's the really the first blues slash rock crossover guy, right? Because uh, rock didn't exist yet, and he was opening up the doors to uh, picking up the speed for blues and everything else. He was just amazing. But he only recorded what twenty songs or something before he died. Um, yeah, and I, I mean, I, I don't know the exact chronology of it because I've heard a yeah. lot of different like renditions of the history. But but yeah. either way, this guy. I mean, this guy looks like he legitimately belongs in the list. Just examining him to me, you know, like right here. Right. Um, I, I but I think he's one of the guys that influenced him. Is what I'm saying. Uh, influenced Robert Johnson. So if, even if even if that's uh, I I can't finish my thought there, but. I think he belongs on the list too. I just need to research him some more. I'm pretty sure he's one of the guys I'm thinking of. Okay. And uh, the next guy is Scotty Moore, um, who is basically Elvis's guitar player. That's kind of what he's known for. Right. What are your Might thoughts as well on that? put the edge here again, right? There's another, just a strummer. There's so many strummers well, on this list. This No, this guy isn't just a strummer. If you go back and listen to those recordings... He's not just a strummer. This guy's a real guitar player. Uh, you just don't hear it because you're thinking of Elvis the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I I grew up in a house that liked Elvis, which is really sad thing to say. So I got to watch and hear his music from all his eras. Uh huh. And the Leisure Suit era was somehow the my aunt's favorite. I you know what I can respect the Leisure Suit era. That's the um you know what's the song? Can't help falling in love, right? That's that's like a. Uh, an influential bit of music. Um, it is It is really hard to divorce. I don't ever want to go back and listen to any of that stuff. So now with a critical ear, mm -hmm. I would have to go back with a critical ear, right, and actually listen to what he's doing. Yeah. And I don't want to do that to myself. I mean, I think he helped. I could be wrong, but I think he was one of the guys who kind of helped uh, get the power chord thing going. But I could be wrong about that because I might be mixing up people. Um, but I just know that this is a guy who's like my 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 uncle's a guitar player, and he knows every. In fact, I sh at one point we should bring my uncle on because he knows like everything about rock and roll history going all the way back. Um, but but that's a name that gets mentioned a lot. Do you know what I mean? Um, well, so, it would be a good idea to have somebody that knows what they're talking about on this yeah. episode because we both sound like yeah. idiots. Yeah. Well, you know, we're just. You know, you wanted to do the episode, so here yeah, we are. Well, we're, we're, I'm biased, right? Yeah. Because I don't like when they people do these lists and they ignore the... You can't just put up people on lists that were influential because there are people they influenced who took it to new levels, right? How yeah. do you not put Steve Vai on this list? How is Steve Vai not here? Well, so, okay, so he, here's, here's a reason why Steve Vai wouldn't be on the list is that how many people can name a Steve Vai song? Uh, that's because they're all instrumentals and nobody knows the names of instrumental tunes. Okay, that's that's a fair point. Okay, how many people can hum a Steve Vai song? Uh, there's one. Yeah, that's fair. I could. I'd have to think for a bit before I could hum one. But and I'm not saying you because you you're obviously somebody who listens to a lot of this stuff, so you might. But I'm just saying if you just pick 20 random people, how many of them do right. you think would? Yeah, yeah, probably nobody. And and if you pick 20 random people, how many would know you ain't nothing but a hound dog or Heartbreak uh. Hotel? Do you know what I mean? But that doesn't make it good. It doesn't, no, but Pop it... Popular isn't good. That's not the same thing. That's the struggle with these lists, is Rolling Stone always wants to seem like they're just a little edgy because they'll put some esoteric blues player on the list, 
but the other 50 people on their list are, oh yeah, your favorites. You knew well, that. You I, knew I that can, Clint Fry was going to end up on this list because we love the Eagles. Now here's the thing: I can sympathize if 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 the point of view is we're trying to talk about how these things have influenced music. Do you know what I mean? And what's important to the broader culture musically? I think that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I I feel like you have to. Uh, you have to frame it that way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the next one is Muddy Waters. I have no problem with Muddy Waters being on the list. No problem I think, at I think, all. I think I, that's, yeah, yeah. You know, that that definitely belongs. Tom that's Petty. That's not controversial. That's not even trying to be edgy or, you know, trying to show their our artistry by putting him on the list. That's he obviously he absolutely belongs on a list like this. Uh, Tom Petty. What about Tom Petty? Uh, I like one Tom Petty song out of his entire discography. But that's not the question. The question isn't about whether we like the songs, right? No, I know. So uh, I can't... They're all too slow. They're all... They put me to sleep. I I don't think that that's the sign of a good guitar player. I really like Tom Petty, but I don't know that I ever really think about his guitar playing all that much. Do you know what I mean? Like, I never thought, oh, I want to sound like Tom Petty. Do you know what I mean? Like that, so... (laughs) I I mean, I, I think he belongs on a list. I just don't think he belongs on this list. You know what I mean? Um, Frank Zappa, he belongs on the list. There's no question. You gotta, he's a pure artist. He's yeah. a virtuoso. He can play and do anything. Um, he's but not again, my favorite, how but many people can hum a Frank Zappa song? You know, that's the uh, that's uh, the other side of it. Yeah, uh, probably none of them. Um, even people that know his songs would have trouble humming them. Um, yeah. Okay, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. I, I can't stand ZZ Top, so I don't really have a... a you know, he I don't is really have absolutely pick. one of the best guitar players of all time. Okay. I cannot believe that Billy's only at 26 on here. Okay. Yeah, Billy st- has been playing for so long. He was Jimi Hendrix's favorite guitar player. I just could That's not. That's how long. I just could not get into them. Um, yeah, no, you don't, and you don't, you don't have to, right? To there's no, a lot but of bands but it prohibited play. me from even seeing how good of a guitarist he is. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, I just yeah. never even. Um, David Gilmore. Uh, uh, not a Pink Floyd fan either. Comfortably numb, I guess, has a nice outro. I I will say Does this: that make I, a good I, player? I think I mean I don't know who played guitar on which albums. I'm not a huge Pink Floyd fan, but I've always been impressed with both the rhythm and the lead in in Pink Floyd. Um, right. You know, like if you like, just take a song like uh, what's the song? Uh, uh, is it another brick in the wall? Is that the big song from yeah. the wall? Um, that song has number one. It's got one of the greatest like rhythm guitar sections like that's not that i hear that i'm like how did the guy come up with that it's it's simple but like i would never come up with that in a million years and the guitar playing is so beautiful like the 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 lead play it's all exactly the right notes do you know what i mean it's like it's it's really hard to to construct lead that sounds that way so i i would I, i mean i would say just on that basis i think it's fine but again with the caveat that i don't necessarily know who's playing which 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 uh guitar sections on which albums um joe perry i i don't know about this one i i don't know i've I've always struggled to sort of get my head around joe perry's guitar playing and how good it is um do you have any opinions on that i liked old aerosmith when i was a little kid before they broke up and then when they came back i just thought it was horrible and so i can't divorce myself anymore from what they became mm-hmm. um, I, I think Walk This Way is such a good song right those riffs are so strong and yet 
once I start hearing the twang bits, now that I've grown up and I don't like the blues so much, the twangy bits drive me nuts. I have a hard time with Joe too. I don't know okay. what to say here. I just I just don't know why. I've just always had trouble evaluating his guitar playing, and I don't know why that is. Um, I mean, I like Aerosmith, but I just it's just a, I, I I've never been able to assess his skill level for some reason. Um, all right, so who's next? Slash number twenty three. I didn't know he was from England. Yeah, I think I mean he must have grown up here though because he doesn't have an accent. Yeah, um, doesn't have an accent. I think he I think he had like a bi-coastal not bi-coastal like a I think it was mom was like in England and his dad was here or something like that so it seems like he must have been a somewhat worldly in his upbringing. Um right. but I mean I I would put him on the list. Um you know, I I think that he's uh he, he's got some of the greatest uh lead work, you know, from from that period of time and i feel like a lot of his lead feels very inspired do you know what i mean and very emotive so uh-huh. you know i would put him on the list but he's definitely in the blues side of things of he's not trying to to shred on the guitar do you know what i mean this is he's not a shredder um right but so it's a different gear of playing but i don't know what's what's your feeling on him uh I, i'm also not a guns and roses fan so they only have one song i like sweet child of mine um, but the guitar playing on that is so good that it overshadows any bad that the band has done. So that alone mm. tells you how good of a guitar player Slash is. Yeah, and, and I don't. And, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know if he belongs on a top forty-three, but he's a good guitar player. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, I would make an argument for him being on the top forty-three. Um, but again, I think, I think that we come from slightly different perspectives. Where you kind of don't like the blues guitarists that do that thing. You don't really yeah. find a value, and I, I, when I was learning guitar, like my guitar teacher made me go back and learn like a lot of the blues stuff, and I didn't really like the blues, but I developed an appreciation for what they were doing. Um, right. So, and uh, I can do that, right? I can appreciate. Okay, well, these guys are important, and there's some old blues that I'll listen to, and I mm. think, wow, that is just stunning. But it's not something I want in my diet regularly. It no, just isn't. no, and it's it's a it's a whole different speed. It's a whole different approach. Like when you listen to blues, you cannot be in the same state of expectation that you're in when you're listening to like metal or something that's more, uh, just more aggressive and upbeat. And you know, blues is is very is very much about the emotion. Um, so let's see, Buddy Holly is next on the list. Um, I, I I don't think I know any songs by Buddy Holly except for Peggy Sue. I mean, he's really important, but like, is he? Well, I mean, in terms of you know just influencing you know people that came later, he's very important. And uh, but I don't know. I I don't I I can't say that I really have strong opinions about his guitar playing. Um, so yeah, we're, I don't. Know. I, I think I, we're about to hit that that part of the list. Oh, go ahead. Oh, what were you going to say? I said, I think we're about to hit that part of the list. I think we're having a feedback thing too, by the way. Oh. I think we're about to hit that part of the list where Rolling Stone does its thing and this guy's just going to copy it. We're about to hit performers like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and yeah. Cream and all these bands that we've heard so much that it doesn't mean anything anymore. If I have to hear back in the USSR one more time – I'm going to claw my eyes out or let it be or some sort of Beatles nonsense that's been on commercials. If I have to hear it one more time, I don't know what I'm going to do because everybody wants to tell me how great the Beatles are. 
and I'm sick of them. I'm sick of hearing them. And I know we're not on the Beatles yet, and I'm getting off the page here a little bit. But this is the part of the list, whenever Rolling Stone does these lists or anybody else does these lists, that I just get so frustrated because we know, we've heard these guys. You're, you're just as biased for them as I am biased against them. Now, or do and you want do you want to skip can... do you want to skip through this section list and just no no, get... no 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 I just okay. wanted to say that the reason Buddy Holly is on a list like this and the re- and Neil Young's coming mm. up and the reason Neil Young and Paul McCartney are on lists like these is simple nostalgia. I don't think. They... Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. What... I think that I'm as biased against them as the people making these well, lists are biased for them. And, and I've already said that, but I needed to reiterate because it's that important. No, I get you. And I think with, but, but I would make a distinction between Buddy Holly and Neil Young because Buddy Holly is somebody who I at least see as, he contributed to the sound of rock and roll. Do you know what I mean? But right. Neil Young, he was part of rock and roll as it was. Do you know what I mean? Like he came in when it was forming already. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. a difference. Uh, so Neil Young is next on the list. I don't, a lot of people like Neil Young. I don't really like his guitar playing, so I don't think I can really weigh in that well because I just don't find his guitar playing to be that great. Do you know what I mean? My wife loves Neil yeah. Young, so you know, but I just, I just, I just have trouble getting into him. Um, what about Dick Dale, number twenty? I think the the whole surf rock movement. We've talked about this before. Its importance to metal, right? Yeah. The the form of the years. That video you and I watched about how the the heavy sound comes from the surf rock era. I think yeah. Dick Dale's fantastic. Yeah, I I, I I I just don't know why they don't have um uh Hank Marvin on the list as well. But but I think yeah. th- this guy definitely belongs in the list. Um and he's and for people who don't know that that's he's fam- what's the song Miserloo the um yeah, that's Miserloo. the one that's from Pulp Fiction that everybody knows. Um And Guitar Hero too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I have very strong opinions about Guitar Hero. I, I, I think it's the worst thing that ever happened to uh, to music. Um, I'd much rather people were playing the guitar than video gaming the guitar. Um, right. Well, it's for people that want the fantasy. They don't necessarily want to get... And, no, and I can get that. And that I can appreciate. I guess what my fear is, how many kids are being deviated into mastering Guitar Hero versus being you know steered into playing guitar like is the next is the next uh randy rhodes just um you know going for points on on guitar hero um you know going for points i I don't know how i don't know much about guitar hero i've just seen it so i tried playing it at the mall once and i was like what the hell is this shit the only thing guitar hero is good for is helping people develop timing um yeah yeah so sorry. So Freddie King is the uh, is the next on the list. I don't know who this is. Um, I I I've heard some Freddie King stuff, but I don't really have a whole lot of knowledge of him either. Um, I was but, shocked that somebody this. Well, I won't say he's unpopular. He may be popular to people. Somebody this unknown to me was this high on the list. Well, I think when we hit on somebody that we aren't that familiar with, we should just give it a pass because we don't necessarily know yeah, what we're I, talking about. Uh, and I'd like to just skip the next one. I just think I, I'm insulted that it's on the list. It's sure. I mean, I think it's worthy of conversation. This one. Uh, it, it, yeah. Okay. You want to talk about it? That's fine. well. So I'm Kurt Cobain is on the list, and I don't know. I suppose you can make an argument that he definitely he did something sonically right that had an an impact, and a lot of people were imitating him. So on those grounds, I can see his inclusion. But he's not a good guitar player, right? He's just not. Um, he, so I don't, I don't know 
I don't know how you put him on a list. You have, you have to like, if you put him on a list like this, you have to very clearly say why he's on the list. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, and, and, you, and you have to address the fact that he wasn't necessarily the greatest guitarist in the world. Like, do you know what I mean? It's sort of like if you have Keith Richards on the list. You can do that, but you have to explain why. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, it, and Keith Richards is on the list, and I don't remember if they explain why. Oh, he is? Okay, I didn't even realize he was on the list. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so John Lennon is next, and that's, again, I think that's one where... I think if you were around before the Beatles and then lived through the Beatles, it makes more sense to you than if you were like us coming after. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Because um, they obviously, again, they're sort of in the Cobain realm where they where they shaped the sound of things. But uh, I, I don't necessarily think of guitar playing when I think of John Lennon. Do you know what I mean? I think more of his singing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the next one, unless George Harrison, I he makes more sense to me being on the list. Cause he, th- I think of as the guitar player. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, he would, well, and he was certainly the, the not, the, was he the anchor of the band? Would you call him the anchor? They used to call him what they call him, like the spiritual center or something. I forget, but yeah. I think that was because of his personality, not because of his role. Um, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a huge Beatles person, but like, I, I, I tend to think more of him as the guitar player. Um, I mean, they both played guitar obviously, but I just, he, he and 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 also I think maybe because he wrote my guitar gently weeps that that song sort of plants in your head the idea of the guy being a guitarist. Um, so Albert King is next. So Albert plays in an era of bluesy R and B. I don't know what to call it, where I think nobody knew what music was supposed to sound like anymore. I think he struggled in that space. He's good, but I mean, "Bored Under a Bad Sign" is a good song. It is know? a good sign, but it has that sound of this is the intro music to a movie. You're about to watch a movie, but we have to fill the credits with sound. So here's oh. a song to do that, right? It. I'm not saying that it's bad, but I'm saying it just has that feel to it. But what do you feel about the guitar playing? The guitar playing itself. It's just, it's not my, it's not in my realm, okay. to be honest. And so I can't really say anything critically about it because it, that'd be like me talking about how to prepare salmon. I'm not okay. a chef. Um. All right. So I think we should just give that one a pass then if that's yeah. the, uh, I mean, I don't have an issue he, with it. Yeah. Um, uh, so who's next? Joe Walsh. I don't get this one. I don't understand this at all. Um. I think so. I don't know a lot about the Eagles. I know some of their music, obviously, like everybody does, but I never got hugely into the Eagles. Yeah. But I can sort of see it when you think of like Hotel California. Like, like obviously, there are much better bands for twin lead guitar playing, right? Like, just like Judas Priest or Iron Maiden or Wishbone Ash. Um, but, but that, that song has some really striking twin guitar playing that everybody recognizes. And right. and the guitar melodies on it are catchy and melodic, so I can I can I can see I can I can see it from that angle. I just don't know enough about this guy's catalog to really weigh in beyond that. Um, and 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 again, I'm not I'm not that into the Eagles. So yeah, do you know more about the Eagles? Do you, are you familiar? Well, I grew up in that era, so they were on the radio all the time. Uh-huh. But I I can't really I don't really get into his solo work either. That that song yeah. about it, yeah, Maserati, I didn't or whatever it is. Yeah, I didn't either. So, 
So I know I, I would give it a quasi pass, but it sounds like you're very perplexed by it. So I don't know. I, I just don't understand what any Eagles guitarist is doing on this list. They're they're the Nickelback of the 70s. <laughs> OK, that's I mean, I mean, I, I think I think my guess, if I had to say, is because of the cultural impact of yeah. of the music. Um, what about Prince? He's number 13. Oh, Prince is fantastic. He's such a he's such a machine. He's a yeah. Everything about him. If you listen to any of his old stuff before he became popular, um, there's some old live recordings that you can pick up, and he would do these 20, 30 minute songs on stage, and he has just such a he has such finesse and such a groove to him at the same time. The things mm-hmm. that he's capable of doing, yeah. And everybody just thinks of him as a singer and a songwriter, but yeah. his he was the whole package. No, he's great, and I I don't really know much about Prince's music like I'm, I, I I know what is played on the radio and things I've heard like when he when he died and things like that but but I know that he's a very skilled musician because I've seen him perform on stage and you know I, you, you, he's somebody that you can immediately recognize that this guy has talent um, so I, I wouldn't object to him being on this also just his influence Pete Townsend is number 12 uh, do you have thoughts on him I'm one of those people that likes the who more than Led Zeppelin oh okay uh, Okay. Uh, but I, even I have to admit that Pete's the least talented guy in the band. Okay. I, I think he was probably a good composer, but he's not a. He I just don't even think of him as a good guitar player. I think him as just doing his job. Okay. All right. And I don't know. I don't listen to the Who that much. So I mean, I know like the songs that are on the radio, but that's about it. So, uh, but I never was struck by the guitar playing. I was struck yeah. by the songwriting, but not the guitar playing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you could time I, changes and everything. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say, I guess you can make an argument for including a guitar player who's good at comp- composing guitar-based songs, but right. you know, I, the, the playing itself doesn't doesn't I don't it doesn't connect to me. Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan is number eleven. I mean, he obviously yeah. belongs in the list. Um, yeah, absolutely. And he's and he's a blues player, right? So you know, there is the you know, but but I mean, everybody knows, you know he has to be on the list uh Dwayne Allman I'm not an Allman Brothers person so I'll I'll throw this to you I I'm not either okay all right so we'll just my give wife it a pass. loves them I I don't listen to them at all all right so I don't think either of us can weigh in uh yeah. Carlos Santana I like the song Melissa well, the song Melissa is good but it's again it's twangy country rock and I'm not a but, country but, rock kind of guy but twang doesn't necessarily disqualify someone for being on a list of guitar no, players no it does, uh, but it makes it difficult for me to accurately assess. Okay. Some of that stuff's actually really hard to, to learn. Like, I wanted to learn some of that kind of style at one point. It was really tricky. Um, Carlos Santana is number nine. Yeah, he's a really talented guy. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have any objection to him. I don't really like his music, to be honest, but, I mean, he's a good guitar player. B.B. King. B.B. Yeah. King I have no objection to. Yeah, and I don't think – I think we would get shot if we said anything negative here anyway. Why do you I have think, do you have negative opinions about him? No, I you? do not. I do not have any negative opinions. What I'm saying is that he is such an icon. Yeah. That yeah. he's one of those guys that you're not even allowed to have. Even if he oh. did something wrong. Yeah. You just shut up about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no. He, he he's great for like the the bended the bending of the notes. Do you know what I mean? He gets that uh, he just has like a something about the way that he does that really uh he seems like the guy to listen to if you want to master that part of the craft. Um, so Jeff Beck, I don't really have a problem with him being on the on the list. Um, I think he's an extremely talented guy. Yeah, 
but I don't none of his music resonates with me. I don't remember I'm, a single song by him. I'm the same way, but like I recognize the talent, so I don't I don't necessarily have a problem with him being on this. Eddie now, Van Halen. I I'm sure you have opinions about this. This is number six. I'll, real quick back on Jeff Beck. Um he's the guy that discovered Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, there's an interesting story about it. You can look it up online about how we found him. But, okay. Uh, yeah, we've talked about Eddie before. I don't like Eddie. He definitely was an influential guitar player, though. So, I mean, I, I, I think he belongs in the list. I just think you and I really don't like him, both on yeah. a personal level and on a playing level, and we don't like the band. So... Uh, yeah. And and we think and we do think he's overrated. I think I think both of us yeah. have stated that. Yeah, so he's uh, definitely not number six. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put him at number six. Keith Richards is number five, though. So, um, I mean, I think Keith Richards does belong on a list like this. I just think you really have to explain that you're not talking like ace lead playing. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, hey. like Richards is is kind of a sloppy player, you know, and he. Uh, but he, I don't know. He, he, I, I like, I like how he writes and, and I, and I, and I like the attitude that he brings to the guitar and I like his guitar melodies, even though they're kind of rough, you know? And, 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 and I like a lot. And again, I'm not, again, this is a band where I'm not always clear on exactly who's doing the lead and the rhythm playing, but like that song, Paint It Black, I love the rhythm. The rhythm to that is beautiful. It's one of the, it's one of the, the best, every guitarist should have to learn that song in my opinion um just because of the way that the rhythm operates in the uh in the main the sort of the main section of it um i don't know any any thoughts on him i uh, no if you, I mean, if you disagree you can disagree i, I have no problem with you I, disagreeing with me i my problem with the stones and it has i don't know if it, it falls on him or not is that i've heard them seven thousand more times than i've wanted to hear them right <laughs> yep yep uh and when I was growing up uh, as a kid on, on the radio, you could hear Satisfaction or Paint It Black or that other one. I can't remember the name of it now. At any time during the hour, it would be on. The Rolling Stones would be on the radio. And they were, it was just inescapable. And it wasn't okay. the kind of music I liked. And I've heard interviews. I've, I've watched interviews with, with Keith Richards where he talks about his role in the band. And he doesn't like um, the singer guy. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. Thank you. He doesn't like Mick Jagger, and he thinks that Mick's job is way easier than his job is. And he's said—I mean, he said it publicly, right? He says, "I have a lot of work well, to they... do to compose a new song," and Mick just comes in there and throws some lyrics on it that don't have anything to do with the feel of the song. Come on. Well, I think they have a feud too. They have like a, their relationship. I think is very complicated, from what I understand. Yeah. They're like a, and I think it's it's gone through different periods of bitterness and friendship, but. And they broke up a couple of times, right? The band? I, I think so. Because of the two of them? Yeah, so... Um, no, I mean... That's a whole other topic, too. The idea of, like, how much work goes into the guitar end versus the vocal end and, and the best way to marry those two things. Um, but, yeah. Uh, what about Chuck Berry at number four? Depending on what this list is actually supposed to represent, he probably should have been number one. Yeah, I, I think he should be number one on this list. I, I don't necessarily object to who they put at number one, but he, like, I, I, I'm uncomfortable with Chuck Berry being four if if he's not number one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like... Yeah, well, he's so close to one. Why are you... Well, yeah. it's just like he invented, like, you don't have anybody else on the list. Well, you know, you do have some of the other people, but you don't have, like, number one is not on the list without him, right? Like, 
Right. You, so, you know, he, he and I'm tired of number one being number one on all these lists. By the way, there's oh, that's I I don't object to it, but I can understand the the, the wariness with it. Uh, Jimmy Page is number three. I've already said my piece about Led Zeppelin, so I don't remember. I don't remember your opinion on Led Zeppelin. Well, I like the Who a lot more than Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin's another band that has overplayed. They have a hundred songs in their catalog, and you hear the same ten ones over and over again. Okay, I mean, I like I like Led Zeppelin. I I understand getting sick of them because they do get played a lot. Um, yeah, and if you like, if you if you're my age or Jim's age, you've heard so much Led Zeppelin. I have a feeling people younger than us though might not have heard quite as much. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, but I feel like you and I like if everybody like my uncle my 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 parent like every if you if you had family that grew up through the 60s they played led zeppelin and uh and it was on the radio and it was you know it's, and it's still on the radio if you listen to classic rock stations so um but jimmy page i will say this he is a sloppy player do you know what i mean he he you can hear a lot of mistakes on those recordings i don't think he's one of these guitar players that's particularly concerned about the recording picking up a perfect performance so that might be right. part of the reason why but his his licks and riffs are great. I think that uh, I think just from that part of it, he belongs in the list. And also his songwriting and the fact that he's in a you know again anytime you have a guitarist where it's just a guitarist and there's a bassist and there's not a second guitarist, you have to kind of evaluate them differently, especially right, when right. you consider their the, the heavy sound that they got. Um, but but yeah, I have no problem with them. But I think that if you're going to talk about Jimmy Page. That's almost a whole podcast on its own because there's a every guitarist I talk to has very strong opinions about Jimmy Page and a lot of them get really upset about the sloppiness part of it. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I think it's fine, but a lot of people do get uh, people will, will debate about that. Um, I think if he were alive today, he probably people he is, wouldn't like him. He is alive. I, I mean, I'm sorry if he were coming up today. That's uh, what I meant. Yeah. If, if, well, we're in a stage of we're we're used to auto tune and yeah, pro tools, exactly. and so people aren't accustomed to like the same thing with Keith Richards. If you listen to those Rolling Stones albums, a lot of them have, you know, there are some rough patches, but it's kind of part of the charm. So, you know, I don't know. Clapton is number two. I don't know why. I mean, Clapton is a good guitar player. I, I, I have, sure. You know, there's no, there's no question of his ability, and he was also a highly venerated guitar player in his heyday, right. right? So, I don't think it's a mystery why he would be on the list. Um, no, not, no, I don't doubt that he belongs on the list. But we, we passed over. There's so many guys at the lower ranks that we did like, that we wanted to see higher. Yeah. And you're telling me Ch- Eric Clapton is better than Chuck Berry. Yeah. That's what you're telling me with this list. Well, and also, I think I think objectively, Eric Clapton is better than Chuck Berry, but Chuck Berry is more important than Eric Clapton, and right. Chuck Berry is more innovative than Eric Clapton, right? Like that's the uh, the reason I would put him so low on the list is because you don't get the guitar sound of rock without him. Um, yeah, and, and this list won't make up its mind as to whether or not these are influencers, if they're famous, or if they're good. Yeah, I'm noticing now that we're going through it one by one. I'm really picking up on that. Um, yeah. Jimi Hendrix is number one. Now, obviously, yeah. I have no problem with this, except for the caveat of I, I kind of want Barry to be there. But right. you have issues with it, so why don't you uh, explain? So I actually – I don't know a single Jimi Hendrix song that I like. Okay. I recognize that Jimi Hendrix is good. I'm not going to debate how quite talented he is because you watch those live performances at, 
any of those uh, concerts. The uh, uh, what's drawing a blank on the name because uh, I'm not wasn't from around there. Uh, Woodstock. If you watch him at Woodstock, it's just outrageous how yeah. good he was. But if I got to hear all along the Witch Tower one more time in a movie because they want to let me know it's 1969, I I don't I can't escape it. And it's yeah. it's one of those things where it's okay, yeah, we get it. He was good, I, but this song isn't great, and you've just overplayed it. You beat it to death. I think Jimi Hendrix is the kind of player who you cannot separate from the Woodstock era right yeah. like he's just so tethered to that especially because he died young so he never really yep. got to you know I feel like there was so much more we were going to get from this guy that we never got and he never evolved beyond a certain point so um, so you just think of that specific period with him and I can sort of appreciate it I, I so my argument for why he would belong in a list like this I'll make a metal argument for why he belongs in a list you Dave Murray is hugely influenced by Jimi Hendrix, and you don't get that sound in Iron Maiden, I think, without Jimi Hendrix existing. Right. So I don't think you could have Iron Maiden as we understand them without Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Um, and I so you know that's not a good argument for him being at number one, but it's a good argument for him being on the list. Right. Um, and I and I don't doubt Hendrix's ability. I really don't. I want to reiterate so, that in case somebody thinks I'm being a jerk. Um, so I go ahead. Go ahead. I've I've read these top 100 guitarist lists a thousand different times whenever somebody puts one out and Hendrix is always number one. And I, I think you need to qualify why you're, as you said on some of these other guitars, you need to qualify why he's the number one on your list. If your list is about something else. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. And, and, and again, I suspect most of this is coming from the legacy impact zone, but right. it seems to veer into talent too. And so it's a little bit confusing. Um, I think with with Hendrix, just to sort of weigh in on that so people don't get super outraged, uh, Jimmy, he's one of these guys, like, apparently what he used to do is he would go into his bathroom and just play in his bathroom because he liked the acoustics of it. Yeah. And so he was yeah, one yeah. of these guys that carried the guitar around with him everywhere and was just constantly playing it. And you can tell when you listen to him that he just had that much mastery over the instrument. And I don't yeah. think that there are many other guitarists that have that level of mastery at that time. Uh that were playing at the same time as him. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe since, but at that time I feel like he, you know, he brought the guitar up to another level. And so that's why he's important. You're going to, I think you'll find a lot of different people that go to Hendrix for different reasons, but I have to agree with you. There's a lot, a lot of about Hendrix. That's not as, he's not as palatable because the songs haven't, they sound more dated than say Led Zeppelin or some of these other people that were on the list. Like some of the stuff right. is carried over better. I think than you know, his stuff is very just tied to that period. Um, so I don't know. So I, I put together my own list of my own personal guitar players that I would put up. Oh, um, but I, I don't know if you have guitar players that you no. thought. Well, I, I'd have to think of brainstorm for a little bit. I want to say one last thing about Hendrix. Oh, yeah, go uh, ahead. His gravesite is right up here. It's not that far from my house. I've been to it. It's, oh, yeah. He was born in that area. Was there? He lived in that yeah, area. He was born in Seattle and he's buried out in Renton. That, that always surprises me every time somebody reminds me of that fact. Like, yeah. it just, it just uh, I don't think of him as coming from there for some reason. Yeah. You know? But I, for some reason, I feel like he's one of these guys that kind of developed an almost English accent, too, at one point. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, you, like, for a while, I thought he was a British guy. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so, so my list... And this is just a personal list. This is just the guitarist who influenced me. This isn't... I would not... This is not what I would put together for a top 
10 or whatever number it is list. Um, I, by the way, as you're doing this, I'm going to start handwriting down some ideas, but go ahead. Okay. All right. So Dave Murray is, uh, and this is in no particular order, but D- Dave Murray is on the top of my list and he's probably my favorite out of everybody. Um, I, I, and I'm a big Iron Maiden fan. I like Iron Maiden, but I particularly like Dave Murray's playing. And I, I especially like his legato, which he uh, took from Hendrix. So, uh, you know, I'm a, I, 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 I really feel like uh, he's, he's a name that a lot of people don't mention on lists like this, but I think he belongs on it. Um, Dave Mustaine, I think, is an important guitar player. You know what I mean? I think in terms of riffs and in terms of the kind of attitude he brings to lead. Um, Brian May for the reasons that I stated earlier in the program uh, Robbie Krieger for the same reasons that I stated earlier in the program uh, Randy Rhodes because of the neo neoclassical thing that he was doing and also I always say this but like he's my favorite out of all those virtuoso players because you can still hear you can still like feel the effort being put into the playing and a lot of the other guys feel too effortless for me um, Andy LaRocque from King Diamond um I just really like his playing. I feel like he's, he was one of the first guitar players I encountered where I was like, how is he doing all this? Do you know what I mean? It was just, it was operating at a level that I didn't even know was possible when I first heard it. Um, Tony Iommi for the reasons that we talked about earlier, Django Reinhardt for the reasons I talked about earlier, Jimmy Page for the reasons that we talked about earlier, uh, Kirk Hammett, because I feel like he's not the best metal guitarist, but he's got the most inspired sounding lead melodies so i would put him on a list for that reason marty friedman because i think he's one of the top metal guitar players um and i always liked his lead playing uh a guy who might not be familiar to everybody so i'll talk about the band a little bit uh john ryan schaefer from iced earth i know jim you did not like iced earth when i showed you their uh their album first but but the reason that i put him on the list is because his rhythm playing is really really good if you just if you just put aside stuff you don't like about the band and just listen to them and, and hear what he's doing rhythmically, he he's somebody that you can learn a lot from as a guitar player if you listen to him. And uh, another and this again I don't because I couldn't separate who's doing the lead and who's doing the rhythm. I put them both on the list. But Edgar Rivera or John Perez from Solitude Eternus because I just always really liked the lead playing in that band. Um, so so yeah. So you said you were writing something down. What was... Yeah, I'm just trying to generate a list really quick um, of people that I think people who didn't make that list who I think deserve mentions more mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these are popular, right? I can't believe some of these people weren't on that list. Um, I'm going to go back to Robert Johnson because I think he's the most I think he's the most important guitarist of the 20th century. Um, and that's not because he was good. It's just because he blew everybody away with the change he brought to the blues. Um, and his story is just fascinating and all the, all the mystery around him possibly making a deal with the devil and all that. That's just, that is one of the, that is one of the coolest like that. There's like folklore in, in, in guitar, you know, like, like the Django Reinhardt stuff. It's true, but it's kind of folklore too. Right. And like, that's the folk, that's folklore. Like I like, I like that when you, when you're learning guitar, you learn these stories and they, and you build a picture of the history in your head. So yeah, I have no problem with with that with that choice. Um, I don't know how you make a list like this without bringing up Roy Clark and Chet Atkins. They're not rock guitarists; they're country western guitarists, but they were absolute masters of the craft. 
And, and that and that's not in, that's again that's the twang style that's like not an easy style to play. I yeah. I recently almost took lessons in order to learn how to do that because I couldn't figure it out on my own. Roy Clark was playing at a speed that nobody could touch in his at his time at his peak. Um, and, and, and rock music was going on relatively at the same time, but none of those rock guitars were doing what Roy Clark was doing. And he never gets mentioned in the same breath in these lists, and I don't know why. Uh, and it's probably because it's Rolling Stone based, and they influence so many people with these lists. Um, yeah, I already mentioned it. Okay, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You should continue with your list. No, I, if you had something to say, relevant. No, I, it was it, no, no. I, I I lost the thread. <laughs> I agree with you about Randy Rhodes. Um, I I don't know why he's not on that list because if you're going to put Tony Iommi. Randy is probably the next most important guitarist yeah. in metal. It's a sin. It's a sin not to have him on the list. Like yeah. it's, it's 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 pretty bad. As a kid, I remember when I was 13, 14 when he passed away, I think. I don't remember exactly. I was I didn't like Ozzy. So of course, I didn't like all the attention Randy was getting mm-hmm. and I just I would when you're that age, right? You're just filled with anger and everything. Yep. And so I would, I just rejected Randy out of hat, right? Just I don't even need to listen to him. I don't care. Yeah. There's no way he's as good as KK and Glenn from Judas Priest, who, <laughs> by the way, are are just passable guitar players in the grand scheme of things, right? They're they have a great band, but you you said it, not me. I'm not I'm not uh I'm not going to no, take responsibility but... for that statement. <laughs> they're they're good at what they do, but can you pick a single solo besides Painkiller from? From Judas I mean, Priest so cool. when I, when I think of Judas Priest, I think more in terms of like the the twin guitar playing right, and right. and and the the guitar composition. Do you know what I mean? Like and like some of the rhythm. Do you know what I mean? Like, but but I mean, it not and they're not they're not. I, I mean, I think they're good guitar players. I just I just think that if you're weighing them up against like some of the virtuosos who come later, it's a different yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly, and that's what I'm saying is. Mm. Uh, they're they're passable. They do their job, and Juice Priest is one of my favorite bands of all time. But even I recognize that they're just okay on guitar. And and like I said, Jim said it, not me. Um, so who's next on your list? I put down Buckethead, of course. We Bucket Buckethead is amazing. Buckethead yeah. is absolutely amazing. How um, he doesn't make these lists just baffles me. I'll tell you why. Because he wears a stupid bucket on his head and a mask, and it makes it's hard to take that seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, I guess. I mean, no, I'm serious. I I feel like I know he does it for the mystique, but like honestly, that's that's one of the things that turned me off to Buckethead when I first saw him. Like, who puts a KFC bucket on their head? And it took yeah. me it took me like ten minutes to like admit that he was a good guitar player when I was listening to him for the first time. Not just uh, good. Yeah, no, great. He's he's like he makes okay. If you play guitar, there are some guitar players that you listen to and you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, Buckethead is one of those players. You'll listen to him. You're like, I'm like, I could do this every day for ten hours a day. I could quit my job. I could just devote myself to playing. Cause and I'm never gonna sound like this guy. Do you yeah. know what I mean? he's yeah. that he's that level of performance. Um, so, Eric Johnson. How is Eric Johnson not on this list? Um. I who's, do not understand that. Who's Eric Cliffs Johnson? Who's Eric Johnson? Cliffs of Dover. The song oh. Cliffs of Dover. It's a you can look it up on YouTube. It's yeah, a I, super famous song. Okay, I I probably know the song but don't know the name. He, but what yeah. what is he associated with a particular act? No, that's his band, Eric Johnson. Okay. He's just lead guitar player and I again, he's just Well, I think we might have he, our answer for why he's not on the era. list. 
What's if, that? I said we might have our answer now for why he's not on the list. Yeah. Um, Eric Johnson and um, who's the other person I'm thinking of? Uh, Peter Frampton are the same kind of guys coming out of that era. Peter Frampton always, always bothered me, though. Um, you but can, I, and he can bother you, but he always gets overlooked on these lists. No, and he belongs right? on the list. He belongs on the list. Like, his sound bothered me, but he belongs on the list. Yeah. Um, I obs- I'm at, I'm biased about this next one, Jim Matheos from Fate's Warning, and I made you listen to some of his new stuff. I mean, I, I don't object to him being on a list of top guitar players. He's very good, he, you know, so like... that I'm on, He's on my list because I'm biased, but I love him, and that's the kind of music I want to hear. And the last one is somebody nobody's heard of. His name is uh, Doviadas. Um, he's on YouTube. He, I am just shocked what he able is. he's able to improv on the fly all by himself on a stage in front of front of people in real time he has his own channel and he uploads all his own videos okay the guy is he has a memory for riffs and melodies and and solos like nothing i've ever seen before i mean if there are a lot of youtube players that are really good there's a lot of people on youtube and he would be my favorite if i had to pick a youtube star that just blows me away i'll send you the link yeah yeah i I, I should put it in the show notes so people can listen to this guy yeah, we'll have to, we're going to have quite a few links in the description, I think. In addition uh, to Jim's new avatar on the... Uh, in addition to Jim's new avatar. Yeah. The, um, the hipster douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> I it's See, I, I'm still surprised that you look like a biker. I never would have imagined that. I never would... You know, because we met through the gaming context. So when I meet gamers, I just don't assume biker. Do you know what I mean? It's just not the thing that leaps to mind uh, if you saw me on the streets you would not know i was a game would i would i be afraid of you if i saw you on the street Would somebody like if somebody saw you would they be a little bit afraid i'll tell you a funny story i was hiking one day and this woman and her child were coming in the other direction around a corner mm-hmm. and she saw me and she jumped between me and her child <laughs> because she thought i was gonna harm them so that's a big yes that's a big yes you look like a hell's angel that's the uh, a, a low budget Hell's Angel, but we, sure we have a he- Hell's Angel. Uh, I don't know what they call their headquarters, but like a headquarters around the corner from where I live. And whenever I drive by, those guys look intimidating. Um, so I, yeah, that, that, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still. So now I feel like I have to adjust my manner around you, Jim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like now yes, I need to I'm be more so... intimidated when I'm talking to you. Right, um, right. You need to back down more I, often. Yeah, right? I need I need to I need to I need to feel like I could get punched in the mouth anytime now. That, that's um, so ridiculous. Well, you I mean, you know, it's you, you if 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 you imagine somebody being very geeky versus very bikery, you behave differently. Do you know what I mean? It's sure. it's just human sure. nature. Um all right. So so yeah, so uh, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to... We've got like an hour and 15 minutes with this list. I'm amazed we got through it, actually. I thought it was going to... Yeah, I thought it was going to take a lot longer. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a three-hour thing. Um, so, so I don't know. Any Anything to add or cover before we head out? Do we want to do a drummer list? I don't know. I'm not... See, drumming, I don't... I, I, I'm, I don't have rhythm, and... And my ability to assess drummers is very crippled. I'm I'm like the I come from a musical family. Like everybody, my my uncle, my cousin, my other cousin, my other cousin, my even my mom and my grandfather. Like everybody played an instrument. I'm a great grandmother played an instrument. Uh, I'm the one that doesn't know how to do time. Do you know what I mean? Out of everybody, like I I can play, but like I suck at you know rhythm. So uh, so I don't feel like I'm the person <laughs> to uh to to deal with drumming if you want to do a drumming episode you can but like i will have very little to say um 
you know, I, I, I don't know. What, what, what are your thoughts about drumming? Like, what are you, what are you well, hoping? I think I've said this on a previous podcast. I think in the last 15 years, drummers have gone from absolute mediocre trash to the most dominant force in the band. Okay, I think that's true, but I also also Pro Tools I think has had an impact on how some of that has mattered. Do you know what I mean? Because I think before, like I sent you that video where they were showing drummers that slip out of time in old recordings, yeah. and now that doesn't really happen because of Pro Tools. And part of the problem with today's music is when I hear people playing really well, whether it's a drummer or a guitarist, I don't know if I don't know how real it is because I don't know which bands use Pro Tools and which ones don't. Right, um, and so. When I so I have to wonder how much of the change do you think is due to the presence of Pro Tools? Do you know what I mean? Watch watch a Gojira live video okay. on YouTube and tell me tell me if he uses Pro Tools. Okay, or not. all right. Well, you can't use Pro Tools live. Pro Tools live right. is a very difficult thing. But to when do. you see just the fierceness in which he plays, and I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, I have too many musicians' names in my head. I can't draw them all out very quickly anymore. Um, yeah, when you see the work that he does and how fast he does it. Okay. Yeah, that's. I, I don't mean, know how he doesn't throw his arm out. Honestly, he's a machine. I mean, I, I, I you know, I'm always impressed by drummers. I, just, I just find to me it's like witchcraft when I watch a drummer play. I don't really know what's going on, um, and I, and I just have no idea how to analyze it, because um, I can't even. I don't even like thinking in terms of time signatures. To be honest, I like thinking in terms of I call it like micro beats, like just like right. whether it's like a triplet or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And just like. Yeah uh that's sort of more how i think about it but um but yeah so i don't know but maybe we'll do that maybe maybe that would be you know my uncle's a drummer so maybe that would be a good episode for me to bring him on um because he's got encyclopedic knowledge of this stuff we keep Um, saying we're gonna have guests and they they keep uh they keep pushing off on us i know well you know we're we're very off-putting people you look like a biker i babble just incessantly and so between the (laughs) two of us for people that don't know we're recording at nine o'clock in the morning I've been up since two, uh, on Father's Day. Yeah, and here yeah. it's twelve forty-two. So yeah, it's uh. So, but um, I've been waiting to record with you since five in the morning. So. Yeah, but then you fell asleep or something, right? Like, didn't you? You took a nap. Yeah, I or... tried to take a nap because I've been up for so long, but it didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, I just I just had to eat my breakfast and then I was ready to go, but then I stepped out before you uh before you didn't take your nap thing. So, um. This but is yeah, the no. worst part of the episode right here. This is no, this is, this is great. This is the kind of conversation that people want to hear. You know, like, I don't know. I, 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 I listen to a lot of stuff online and on radio and it's when things go into these really unexpected sort of, this is how the sausage is made part of the discussion that I get the most interested in what's going on. Um, right. And I'm happy to do this part. I just don't think it's about music anymore. No, it's and- not. It's not. It's not. But as long as it's entertaining. Um, but I do think we'll have some musical guests on. Like I said, I mean, you know, we'll start with family. I'll bring my uncle on. I'm, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how that's going to go because I don't know how adept he is at, at talking on a podcast. And also there's something weird going on with his vocal cords. So he said, you know, you know, in the Italian gangster movies when the guy like yeah. he has to whisper, they can't. He's got that problem. Um, oh. and, and so I don't know how that's going to translate to him actually being on the podcast. Uh, worst case scenario, I'll bring my cousin on, but, um, but we'll get somebody who knows about drumming on. That'll be our, <laughs> that'll be our goal. Um, yeah. So, so we'll let you go and we'll be back on with, you know, more stuff later. <laughs> <laughs>